0: Overcoming life's obstacles Each month we'll be teaching Principles of the overcoming life You know the promises of God Are to the overcomer And so By his blood and by his mighty Power we can overcome The Bible says we overcome by the blood Of Jesus the word of our testimony And we love not our life even To death you know most of the time when we Hear that scripture we leave off that Last part and we And we. Um, Love not our life even to death You know Jesus said if you love your life You're going to lose it but if you hold on to your life uh, You'll lose it but if you give up Your life I'm sorry give up your life for his Sake you'll find it And the way we give up our life is in uh, Every um, Circumstance of life We choose to turn from our Way to deny ourselves to take up our Cross and follow the Lord Abiding Life Ministries was founded In 1978 and I've been in deliverance and inner healing uh, for 34 years, and um, started doing seminars in 1990. If you are interested in our website, you can go to jerrymcgee.com, Jerry I'm sorry dot com, and that's G E R I M C G H E E dot com, and you can find lots of free articles to listen to. You can find um, Books to order, some books that I've written, one on grief, exchanging sorrow for joy, a little book I wrote on rejection, one um, called Clearing the Land, which is done in Russian and Spanish, and it's really gone all over the world. You actually can get deliverance just uh, going through Clearing the Land, uh, preparing for deliverance, and you can order those books online if you're interested also one I wrote on called uh, Resetting Life's Negative Reaping Patterns. You know, all of us have good and bad things to reap. And the Bible says that we reap what we sow and we reap more than we sow. We uh, we reap later than we sow and we, re- we reap the same thing that we sow. And so there's a lot of negative uh, reaping and sowing in our lives and those things can be canceled and in that Book, You can understand how to change a negative reaping to a positive reaping There's a book called he sent his word to heal you uh, One call entering God's rest through conquering giants We have giants in our life and we're going to be talking to to this afternoon uh, About a giant in our land and it's called an unloving spirit uh, Which is a demonic spirit it's an antichrist spirit that uh nitpicks us 24/7. Most of my life I was tormented with this evil spirit and what it does is it's a voice that talks to you and it uh tears down in you everything God's trying to build up. It it's a voice that nitpicks you 24/7 and accuses you, tears you down. Uh it the one I had would say it would say fat 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 And so I was tormented with that spirit most of my life until about 15 or 20 years ago. I realized that it was an evil spirit. And when I realized it wasn't me talking to me, I got rid of it. And I praise God for the peace that I've had. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight. And then we're going to do some deliverance at the end. And then we'll give you time and give you a number to call in. If you want to call in at the end of the show, I'll give you the number and uh, you want to call in, the number is 646-595-4784. And don't forget to press 1. And at the end of the program, after we get through teaching and doing deliverance, if you want to call in for personal prayer, you can do that. And then if nobody calls in, then we'll end the program. But an unloving spirit, as I said before, it's a demonic spirit. It's an antichrist spirit. It's a demon that nitpicks you 24-7, and you put up with it because you think it's you talking to you. But it's not you. And when I realized in my life that it was not me talking to me, not condemning myself, um, it had to take a hike. For us to experience the abundant life more fully, to be in good health and to live an overcoming life, not only do we have to have a right relationship with God, A right relationship with others But we also have to have a right relationship with ourselves Jesus said in Matthew 22 verse 34 through 40 You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart With all your soul, with all your mind This is the great and foremost commandment And the second is like it You shall love your neighbor as yourself On these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets you know, in the Old Testament, they had to keep the letter of the law. We keep the spirit of the law, which is to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, and our neighbor as ourselves. And for us to love others, we first have to be able to love ourselves, not with a prideful, arrogant kind of love, but with, uh, with the love of ourselves um, where we value ourselves the way God values us. Uh, it's really made a difference in myself. I used to hate myself. You know, an unloving spirit is a spirit of self-hatred, self-bitterness, unforgiveness of self, um, self-contempt, self-rejection. And I used to hate myself. And, uh, and, you know, sometimes when you hate yourself, you come across more prideful than when you uh, can see yourself the way God sees you with his love and his uh, valuation of us. And so the way we love others will reflect How we love ourselves The greatest hindrance To us loving ourselves Is this unloving demonic spirit An unloving spirit Is an evil spirit That masquerades in us as us It's an inner voice That nitpicks us 24-7 We allow it to stay Because we think it's us talking to us It is um, it, It has us believing the lie That we're the source Of the negative thoughts We have about ourselves an unloving spirit is the spirit of antichrist because it, it tears down in you everything that God is trying to build up. It contradicts what God's word says about you. God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, most people, uh, you know, if we're tall, we want to be short. If we're short, we want to be tall. If we uh, have blonde hair, we want dark hair. And uh, You know, the devil sees to it from birth to try to, um, to tear us down to make us hate ourselves. God says you're his workmanship created in Christ Jesus under good works that he has prepared beforehand that you should walk in them. So before you were even born, God knew exactly what he wanted you to do. When, you're, uh, when you were conceived at birth, God had a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29:11 says, God knows, says, I know the plans I have for you. They're for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. The scripture says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Uh, You always triumph in Jesus Christ. You're more than a conqueror through him that loved you. You know, the enemy wants this to beat us down and cause us to live in depression and despair and hopelessness and discouragement. God says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When you receive Jesus as Savior and made him the Lord of your life, um, your righteous are based on his righteousness in you because Christ lives in you. You know, if you have, a, say you have a Bible that's worth $20 or $30, and you had a million-dollar bill, if there was such a thing, and you put it in the Bible, the Bible would be worth a million and $30. And my, the point I'm trying to make is that when you receive Jesus as Savior, he comes to live in you. In fact, Colossians in Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And, you know, Jesus wants to manifest his glory through our lives, and when we don't feel good about ourselves, we walk around in shame, self condemnation, self hating, and see that's not the way of victory. Um, God says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Uh, he says when you're weak, you'll be strong. That His strength is made perfect in in His weakness. Uh, No weapon formed against you will profit. The Bible says that the wicked bow down at the gates are the mouths of the righteous. Um, You can run upon a troop, the scripture says, and through your God you can uh, leap over a wall. And, of course, that's a spiritual wall. Um, You know, when I really realized that one day, you know, sometimes we we read uh, words in the Bible We read those words, and we don't really comprehend, but it says through you, through God, you can leap over a wall and run upon a troop and leap over a wall. And so when I realized that one day, that's a spiritual wall, and we're blocked in. So, you know, if you're listening, one day when the Lord showed me this, I was out walking, and I got the revelation of it. I just started running upon a troop and leaping over the wall because it's almost like we're we're cornered in, and God wants us. To Get out He says God says that he who's Begun a good work in you will perform it into The day of the Lord Jesus you know we're all a Work in progress but God Wants you to love yourself says he Scheduled every day of your life Before you were even born so If he's scheduled every day of your life before You were even born we shouldn't be worrying about Our circumstances we shouldn't Be uh, depressed Or hopeless or despairing over what's going on Because God says God's plans and purposes Cannot be thwarted And if he's got a plan for you And you're submitted to him his plan, your, God's plans cannot be thwarted And that scripture gives me great hope In this world where, where we're living the, With all the stuff that's going on in the world God says he's ordered your steps So wherever you are Even if you're put in a concentration camp If he's ordered your steps Hey you're there to be An ambassador for Christ God says, I know the plans I have for you. They're for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. No weapon formed against you will prosper. He says, I've given you, believer, authority over Satan, over all the devils, and to cure diseases. You know, that's more than just pray for somebody's healing. It says he's given us authority over Satan, over uh, devils, and he's given us authority to cure diseases. That recently became a revelation to me it, it has been easy for me to believe That I have authority over the devil and his demons But to, have, to, but to believe that God, God says Greater works will you do Because I go to the Father That I have authority to cure diseases That's a revelation And so we need to start walking in it And I'm not walking in it the way I want to But I'm working on that I believe in the Lord is teaching me You know, sometimes we think God, maybe God's not teaching us. He knows how much we can take in, and he knows uh, what we need, and he knows when we need it, and if we need it, when to give it to us. God says, submit yourself to the Lord, to to me, and resist the devil, and he has to flee. that basically, that's deliverance in a nutshell. James 4, 7, submit yourself as unto the Lord. And resist the devil, and he'll flee. I've discovered that the minute you submit yourself to the Lord, the devil flees. He cannot stay. He cannot stay. Um, the Scripture says, "Deny yourself and take up your cross and follow Him." Jesus said, "If you're going to follow me, you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Him." Uh, I love what um, a great deliverance minister once said. He said, "Your cross is not your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, not your wife, not your husband." Not your children But your cross is any place Your will crosses God's will God says by my stripes You're healed Call upon me And I will show you great and mighty things That you know not of The scripture says In John 8 Abide in my word And let my word abide in you And you will know the truth And the truth will set you free There's deliverance You know the minute you know the truth You're free I remember a lady calling me uh, one time from Oklahoma. She was a pastor. I don't remember her name. In fact, I didn't even really know the lady. But she called me with a hip problem. She said, I'm getting ready to have to go into surgery with my hip. Do you have any insights? And so the Lord just quickened to my mind. I said, well, when you were a little girl, did you have to carry your brothers and sisters on your hip? And she said, yes, how would you know? And, of course, the Lord, the Lord I just asked the question because the Lord brought it to my mind. You see, when a little child has to be the mama, has to be the daddy, has to be uh, the caretaker of the kids, and always carrying the kids on the hip is a picture of nurturing your brothers and sisters, which when a child is brought up that way, um, they are bitter toward, um, toward you know, life experiences. And so a person that's trained up to be parental inverted where they have to be the mom of the daddy, they have to be the babysitter for the kids, they miss their childhood, and there's bitterness. And of course, because the hip uh, represents nurturing, and this lady was a, a pastor of a church, and uh, so I said, did you have to, did you have to um, carry your brothers and sisters on the hip? And she said, yeah. And I said, and now that you're pastor of the church, you're carrying the whole congregation on the hip, and there's bitterness there. And she said, you don't even have to pray for me. I'm already healed because, you see, the truth sets you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. That's why when you have a problem, you need to go directly to God and ask him what what he's trying to teach you in that trial because everything we go through, God allows to teach us what he wants to teach us. To align us with the word of God The scripture says uh, Fear not and be not dismayed For I'm your God I will strengthen you and uphold you With my righteous right arm Um, God says I made you, I created you You're beautiful in my sight God didn't make any mistakes Um, Sometimes we wish Our skin was a different color Hey, God loves all colors God loves us he made us. He says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. He created us, and we're beautiful in his sight. And, you know, if you're a person that's prejudiced and you don't love people, you know, you need to check out your salvation because if God's love and he lives in you and you don't love, you need to get saved. Because the scripture says if you say you love God and you hate your Christian brother, you're a liar and the truth's not in you. For how can you love God whom you've not seen if you can't love your brother whom you've seen? Because God is love And in the Bible says if we don't love our brothers And sisters in the Lord That we're murderers um, God tells us that if we offer Praise to him it glorifies Him and if we order Our conversation aright he'll show us His salvation so our words The words we speak have to do with our Healing because if we confess Our sins God is faithful and just To forgive us and cleanse us Of all unrighteousness God says to cast all our cares on him Because he cares for us And you know one reason Why uh, we can't cast Our cares on him is because Parents model for us a picture Of what God's like And unconsciously until we get Delivered we believe a lie that God is just like our mothers and dads So if you're a person that can't Cast your care on God It's because you couldn't cast your care On your mother and your father God says train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. You can say this is true, too. Train up a child in the way he should not go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. You see, we all have lots of childhood issues. We can have the best parents in the world, but we all have childhood issues because we, no, no human has ever had perfect parents, even though they could be the most perfect. I could say probably my parents were probably the most perfect parents anybody could have, but they weren't perfect. And so I've had many mom and daddy issues. Uh, I'll give you an example. If I went to my mother, she would tell me, uh, can I do this, mom? And she'd say yes. And then I'd go to my dad. Well, first I'd go to my dad, can I do it? And he'd say no. Then I'd go to my mom, and I'd say, mom, can I do this? And she'd say uh, uh, yes. And she'd say, I'd say, well, dad said I couldn't. she said, well, just don't tell him and go ahead and do it. You see, so, so I had two sides of me. A side of me that always thought I could talk God out of something, and then another side of me that believed that, well, God's going to always say no to me. And so all of these daddy-mother issues have to be dealt with if we're going to be overcomers in Christ Jesus, if we're going to see God in his total perfection. And we have all have a, in varying degrees, depending on how we grew up, have a perverted image of God. And... um in, in the ne- On the 19th of this month I'll be teaching on a fainting spirit And we'll be talking about this very issue So I hope you'll listen in God says he will never leave you He'll never forsake you He'll never fail you And he will not leave you as an orphan But he'll come to you And then he says Whatever you ask in my name I'll do That the father might be glorified in the son and You know an unloving spirit Tells you the opposite is true an unloving spirit works in you uh, to attack you and others like you. Um, it causes you to, uh, to uh, speak negatively of yourself, causes you to curse yourself, and uh, and the scripture says that when you curse yourself or you curse others, you're clothed with a garment of cursing and a belt of cursing, which can be a root to back problems, and you'll be filled with bitterness. It says the scripture says in Psalms 109, 17 through 19, he also loved cursing and it came to him and he did not delight in blessings, but was far from him. But he clothed himself with cursing as with a garment and it cursing entered into his body like water and all in his bones, which which the oil is like poison and bitterness into his bones. And of course, bitterness, uh, bitterness is like drinking poison. uh because it's deadly You know if somebody hurts you for example And you you let the sun go down on your anger And then the next day it's unforgiveness And the next day it's bitterness If you don't deal with that bitterness Eventually it will make you sick It will work out in your body In physical problems But it also works when you curse yourself And you hate yourself It can be the root of indigestion uh, Arthritis uh, Proverbs 18 Says death and life are in the power Of the tongue James 3 1 through 2 Says for we all stumble In many ways for if anyone Does not stumble in what he says He is a perfect man able to bridle the whole body as well So basically what James is Saying is if I can control my tongue I can control my whole body My physical body And in that passage he likens Us to being a ship and the tongue is like the rudder on a ship. And a rudder, we all know that a rudder directs the ship. And so basically saying that our tongue is the rudder that causes our ship to move whichever way we're confessing. So we need to speak life instead of speaking death. We need to speak and say what God says. In fact, in fact God says, if you have faith, or Jesus, said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be removed. And nothing shall be impossible to you if you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe what you say. And so a lot of times our negative, and not a lot of times, but any negative confessions is coming out of the heart. And so we have to believe in our heart what we say for that scripture to um, be effective. And so um, this past few years, God's really shown me that when I would say I believe God for a certain thing, I really have doubt in my heart. I couldn't believe what I say because I had a defilement in my heart. And so I began to ask the Lord, you know, where where is this negativity coming from? Where is this defilement coming from? And then what God shows you, then deal with it so that you can believe what you say. And uh, I've been believing the Lord for uh, a physical thing, physical healing for my eyes. And I know by the stripes of Jesus I'm healed. But when I first started confessing that, I had great doubt, and now I can confess it and really believe it. But, you know, uh, as God works in us, uh, he, he builds our faith as, as he works in us and as he teaches us. Uh, you know, in fact, one person said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And so we can always pray that, Lord, I believe you, but help my unbelief. And I'm thankful that I believe God more than I believe the medical profession, more than I believe Doctors because the Bible Says Jesus is my, faith, my great Physician and he's who I'm Trusting and so when you curse Yourself You are um, When you curse yourself You're speaking death over yourself And this what this does Is this reinforces this unloving Spirit um, You can With our words we can Swallow ourselves up we can swallow Others up Kind of sounds bizarre but in Galatians 5 it says brethren see to it that You do not bite and devour one another Lest you be consumed By one another But we also can bite and devour ourselves. and it says in Ecclesiastes 10 verse 12 Words from the mouth of a wise man Are gracious but the lips Of a fool consume him and that word Consume means eat him up So you can eat people up with your words You can eat yourself up with your words and this is going to sound really crazy, probably, but when God taught me this, taught me that, I had a farm where I would take in people that were addicted to crack, and they were come out of prostitution, they came out of Satan worship, they came out of all kinds of things. And uh, when I first started this farm, I, I bought ninety fruit, fruit trees. I bought a uh, um, oh a drip system for the fruit trees. There were new. New, uh, new furniture, new bedding, new everything. And when you take in people that uh, have lived uh, not under blessings but curses, everything there gets cursed. And I would not curse people with my mouth out loud, but in my heart, I would be, I'd be wanting to scream out, stupid, because one day a lady, she just deliberately mowed the drip system. And and so in my frustration I I cursed people in my heart and probably other times I spoke it out and don't even remember it. But when God really showed me that I started repenting and spitting people out and actually I went down two or three dress sizes and and that actually is the truth because you can you can eat people up spiritually, you can eat yourself up spiritually. So God doesn't want us biting and devouring and that's also a route to uh, teeth abscessing, uh, Obsessed teeth is because we're, we're using our teeth To tear people with And so God wants us to repent And so an unloving spirit Causes us to tear ourselves down uh, An unloving spirit Contradicts what God says about you It accuses you And you always come up short and guilty um, It tears down in you Everything God's trying to build up Uh, It causes you to call evil good and good evil Bitter sweet and sweet bitter And we get deceived Uh, Isaiah 45 verse 9 through 10 says It deceives us into arguing with God Over the way we were made It says woe to those who, who Woe to those who quarrel with their maker Over the way they were made An earthenware vessel among the vessels of the earth Will the clay say to the potter what are you doing You know God says that you're the potter I mean he's the potter And you're the clay Excuse me And so the clay Is supposed to rest on the potter's wheel The clay does one thing And that's yield to the potter And the potter does all the rest He turns the potter's wheel He fashions the clay He molds the clay He makes the clay He, he fires the clay He shakes the clay the potter does all the work. And, you know, uh, many, many of you who are listening right now do what I used to do. We try to turn the potter's wheel. We try to perfect ourselves. And we can't do that because really without realizing it, our, our heart is to do what's right maybe. But when we try to perfect ourselves, that's rebellion. The only place of, of, um, of submission to the lordship of Jesus is to be on the potter's wheel Under the control of the potter And I told somebody one day They were feeling like their life was a failure And I said as long as You're submitted to the potter you can't Fail it's impossible And that's a picture of staying yielded To God being under God's control Allowing God to do In you whatever is His good pleasure and so If you're listening to me today And you're trying to perfect Yourself you're trying to turn the Potter's wheel. that's legalism But when you submit to the potter, the only time you're not sinning is when the clay is yielded to the potter, and that's how you're holy as he's holy, perfect as he's perfect, and you're still full of junk. But it's the potter's job to take the junk out. It's our job to yield. It's his job to do the rest. An unloving spirit blocks you from giving and receiving love. Um, It lets you, causes you to think that other people are thinking about you what of what I mean. Let me say this a different way it causes you to think that people are thinking the same thing that you're thinking about yourself. Um, it causes you to put yourself down. I used to constantly say, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. I was constantly confessing that I was fat, and praise God, He's uh, He's delivered me from all of that. But I used to say, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat, you see. I would be confessing what I thought other people were seeing in me, thinking that they wouldn't uh, judge me as as harshly or ridicule me as much if I would just out there, you know, if I would just confess it. And all I was doing was reinfe- reinforcing that evil spirit and that fat demon in me. So when you speak out about what you think others, you speak out what you think others are thinking of you. And that's kind of a, a compulsive a negative confession And so God doesn't want you to ridicule yourself He wants you to speak what his word says about you And so when we compare others to anything, anything besides or I'm sorry, when you compare yourself to anything besides the image of Christ The Bible says you're unwise and you lack understanding it says if you judge yourself, if you compare yourself among yourself and judge yourself by yourself, you're not wise. And so God created us in his likeness, and so he, he doesn't want us condemning ourselves. He wants us to uh, repent when we're in sin, and he wants us to walk in victory. He wants us to, to change from glory to glory, strength to strength, as he works in us. Isaiah 40 verse 18 says, to whom then will, we, uh, will you liken God or what likeness will you compare him with? Proverbs 8 verse 11 says, wisdom is better than jewels and all desirable things cannot compare with her. An unloving spirit is a lying spirit. It's a deceiving spirit. It's a spirit of self-hatred, self-rejection self-bitterness, self-anger, unforgiveness of self, self self-contempt. An unloving spirit is tied in with perfectionism, which is pride and legalism. Um, If you continue to live in conflict with yourself, constantly being angry and bitter towards yourself and depressed um, when you don't look as perfect as you think you ought to look Or you don't perform as perfectly As you think you ought to perform And you live in that state Constantly hating yourself Judging yourself Having self-contempt it'll, it'll, It will it'll work havoc on your body physically uh, It's been medically proven That people who do not feel good about themselves Have low serotonin levels And are addictive type personalities And of course serotonin Is that the, is that um, mm-hmm. Um, chemical in your body That makes you feel good about yourself um, This spirit comes in generationally This, this uh, unloving spirit It comes in generationally And it comes in through the parent most like you Those of you who are listening Who have children You know that you have the hardest time With the child most like you And so you know you see stuff that you, you don't like yourself And so you see in that child Things that are like you and so you reject That child and if you're listening to me And you have a child that you have a hard Time with God's trying to Show you yourself And so uh, he wants you to love That child he doesn't want you to Treat that child like you treat yourself And the spiritual Root to this unloving Spirit comes in through the lack Of discipline you know the Bible says that in um, Hebrews twelve that if we lack uh, discipline we're bastard children or illegitimate sons, and this is a picture of a person who accepts Jesus as Savior but doesn't allow God to discipline them. And discipline doesn't necessarily mean a spanking, but when God wants to discipline us, He wants to re. Or when he, when we go through things, um, He allows us to go through things because He's trying to realign us with the word of god not he's not necessarily angry at us because but it's a part of the sanctification process uh and of course if we're willfully rebellious he will get he will give us a chance and then he'll give us a spanking if we don't listen but but the bible says that all discipline for the moment seems uh, unpleasant but later it it um achieves the uh, it says, all discipline for the moment is not pleasant, but afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And so God tells us that he who neglects discipline despises himself, but he who listens to life-giving reproof acquires understanding, and that's Proverbs 15:32. And so uh, people that grow up with uh, end up being bipolar, uh, ADHD, Um, all kinds of uh, mental problems. I remember when I used to have uh, my farm where I would take people in and house them till they were healed and delivered, Um, I would have uh, maybe a mama call me. She'd have a 40-year-old son that was depressed on psychiatric medicine, and I'd say, well, did you discipline this boy? And she would say, unfortunately, no. But God says if we train up a child in the way he should not go uh, Or if you train up a child in the way he should go uh, When he's old he won't depart from it You train up a child in the way he should not go And when he's old he won't depart from it You know the God says he who loves discipline loves his own soul And that's a picture of um, I guess I could use myself as an example Is when I go through any problem I always say God what are you trying to show me Because I know the outcome of that's deliverance and the outcome of that is victory The outcome of that is I get changed From glory to glory and strength to strength Because I love God To discipline me To light, to realign me with, word, with the word of God And what I've gone through with my Eyes for example Is I'm constantly looking For God's correction and discipline To, to make sure I'm not missing anything In this process of healing And of course he did it all at Calvary And it's a uh, just walking it out, it's easier to go to the world for answers, but God wants us to walk out our victory, he wants us to praise him, because the Bible says when we praise him, we glorify him, and if we order our conversation aright, he will show us his salvation, and I'm still in the process of learning how to order my conversation aright, and I haven't arrived yet, but I'm better than I used to be. Proverbs twenty two verse fifteen says, Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will uh remove it from him. And so this unloving spirit uh will draw others to reject us and to treat us like uh we treat ourselves. And so it produce in it produces in us uh fear and anger, um Stress, which can destroy the immune system. You know, if you live in fear, anxiety, and stress, your body, your body has been created in a wonderful way that, in a stressful situation, your body will produce a cortisol and a, an adrenaline for stressful situations. But if every day you're living in fear, anxiety, and stress, cortisol's job is to shut down the your body systems that that are deemed less. Important, Like your digestion is shut down, your sleep patterns are shut down And if every day your body is pouring in adrenaline and cortisol That will destroy your immune system Which the unloving spirit is behind um, autoimmune diseases Behind cell wall rigidity uh, Behind um, an unloving spirit Behind excessive talkativeness Have you ever been around someone who never shuts up, never comes up for air? I mean, honestly, I kind of avoid people that never, never, um, never stop talking. Um, And, you know, God says where there's much conversation, uh, transgression is unavoidable. And so excessive talkativeness is coming out of an unloving spirit. Uh, Death, death and life are in the power of the tongue uh suicide tell you if you if you're listening and you're taking psychiatric medicines one of the side effects is suicide in fact um the other night i was watching the news and of course the 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 um, the advertisements i have to mute but listening to some of the side effects of some of the drugs that are out there you'd have to be crazy to take the drugs and i'm telling you if you're I'm not telling you not to take drugs, okay? That's between you and the Lord. But if you're taking stuff, you need to check out the the spirit, You need to check out the side effects of these drugs because every side effect is another disease. And so some of the things that if you've got one problem in your body and you're taking drugs that have side effects, now you've got all the side effects as problems. And so wouldn't it be easier just to go to God and find out the spiritual route to why you're going through what you're going through? That's what I do And I thank the Lord by his grace That he's taught me that An unloving spirit uh, Is self murder It's self Hatred, it's self bitterness I can say self centeredness Self blame, self condemnation Self contempt, self rejection Inferiority uh, Torment Fear of failure, fear of rejection Fear of not being perfect, timidity uh, Misery um, compulsive confessions, um, depression, despair, discouragement, hopelessness, autoimmune diseases. And that's when the body attacks the body. If I hate myself, I'm attacking myself. Is that correct? So my body attacks my body. Um, it opens me up to sickness. Some of the, just, just a few of the, of the things that an unloving spirit can cause. It can cause migraine headaches. It causes it can cause lupus, diabetes, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease. That's just to name a few. It's in all these situations. It's when the body is attacking the body. Diabetes is when the pancreas is attacked. And so um, now arthritis is when we have are bitter toward other people. But uh, but rheumatoid arthritis is when we're bitter toward ourselves. Migraine headaches have to do with uh, inner conflicts with ourselves to where we feel like we don't measure up. Um, Psalms forty five verse five says, "Many, O Lord, my God, are the wonders which thou hast done, and thy thoughts toward us. They are there is none to compare with thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they would be too numerous to count." Psalms one thirty nine. Verse 13 through 18 says For thou didst form my inward parts Thou didst weave them in my mother's womb I will give thanks to thee For I am fearfully and wonderfully made Wonderful are thy works My soul knows it very well My frame was not hidden from thee When I was made in secret And skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth Thine eyes have seen my unformed substance And in thy book they were all written the days my days were all ordained for me Yet as not one of them How precious also are thy thoughts toward me Oh God think about that How precious is God's thoughts toward you How vast is the sum of them If I should count them They would be outnumber the sand of the sea When I am awake I am also still with you I remember this scripture is so special to me. I was walking on the beach up in Maine with my granddaughters when they were like four and a half and two. I was walking on the beach and I told one of my granddaughters, uh, I said, you see, you see, Kylie, I said, your God's thoughts toward you are more than all the sand on this sea. I didn't think any more about it. Next year, I was walking on the same beach with her and she said, grandmother, God's thoughts Towards you are more than the sand of the sea. You know, God says we're to share scriptures with our children as we walk with them, as we talk with them, as we um, converse with them. We should use scriptures to teach them. I remember another instance. I was up in Maine with my youngest granddaughter, and she was probably about two and a half maybe or three And she wanted me to help her put her shoes on. We're getting ready to go on a picnic. And I said, oh, Holly, you can do it. And she said, no, grandmother, I can't do it. I said, yes, you can, Holly. I said, Holly, you can. She said, oh, I know. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. (laughs) So talk with your children. Use scriptures with them. Um, Now that this evil spirit has been exposed in our life, the good news is we don't have to put up with him anymore. And so um, what I want you to do right now Is I want you to repent Of all your ungodly attitudes towards yourself And I'm going to give you just a few minutes I want you to forgive yourself right now Uh, Ask God to forgive you for rejecting yourself Hating yourself, being bitter towards yourself Ask God to forgive you for rejecting yourself And this day, which is April the 5th 2016. At um, I don't know what time it is, but whatever time it is, at your house, um, at this particular time, Lord, I accept myself. I I forgive myself, and Lord, I repent of arguing with you over the way I was made. And so, I'm just going to lead you in prayer uh, in a prayer, and then we're going to do deliverance, and then I'm going to open up the. Lines. If anybody wants to call in for prayer, you can do that. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I, first of all, I bind the strong man over every life. I bind you, Satan, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spirits in heavenly places. I bind you in the heavenly places and on this earth, forbid you to work with, communicate with, make with anyone on this earth or in the heavenly places to work divination against us, in Jesus' name against this broadcast, against Abiding Life Ministries, against me or my family or against any person who's listening in, against Dorothy uh, Carruthers and her family, in the name of Jesus, I break your power over every life. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for listening to this evil spirit that has nitpicked me 24-7, that has torn down everything in me that you wanted to build up. This lying deceiving And a Christ spirit Father thank you for showing me that it's not It's not been me talking to me That it's an evil spirit That has been Tormenting me most of my life Lord forgive me for saying to you What are you doing? Forgive me for arguing with you Over the way I was made Lord forgive me for calling evil good And good evil, bitter sweet and sweet bitter Forgive me for comparing myself With others Forgive me for perfectionism Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me for looking at my life and being depressed Lord, I get on the potter's wheel I thank you that on the potter's wheel I cannot miss you Father, in the name of Jesus I ask you to forgive me for being bitter toward myself Forgive me that I've devoured, bit and devoured other people Bit and devoured myself I Consumed myself With my words forgive me my words have not Been gracious forgive me I haven't Praised you forgive me for speaking Death with my tongue forgive me For stumbling in what I say forgive me For for allowing My tongue to be a rudder That has directed my ship In the wrong direction in the name of Jesus Father you said that I can't Tame the tongue No man can tame it it's a restless Evil full of deadly poison Lord, I can't tame my tongue, but I can ask you to cleanse my heart of the defilement that's down in my heart to cause me to speak the words that are down in my heart. So I ask for a purified heart, Lord. Lord, I yield to you, the potter. Forgive me for loving to curse. Lord, forgive me for not delighting in blessing. Forgive me for clothing myself with a garment, a garment of cursing entering to my body like water and oil in my bones. Lord I ask you to take the bitterness out The poison out of my body God forgive me for cursing others Would you remove this garment of cursing Would you remove this belt of cursing Would you, would you remove the bitterness From my life O oh Lord Father in the name of Jesus I renounce this unloving spirit In Jesus name Father in Jesus name Forgive me For seeing you like I've seen My mother and father Lord, I thank you that I can run upon a troop and leap over a wall. Father, I thank you that you said death and life are in the power of the tongue. Thank you that you said no weapon formed against me will prosper. Father, I thank you that the wicked bow down at the gates of the righteous. Thank you that I'm more than a conqueror. That I'm always triumph in Jesus' name. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm your workmanship, fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord, I thank you and praise you that uh, you created. Uh, Good works for me Father I I renounce the spirit of Antichrist in Jesus name I thank you Lord that I Am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I thank you Lord That if you're for me who can be against Me Lord I just uh, Thank you Lord that uh, You said that I can run upon a Troop and leap over a wall And Lord I just in the name of Jesus Ask you to give each person Listening in the revelation of that Thank you that you who've begun a good work in me will perform it into the day of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you schedule every day of my life before I was even born. Thank you that you know the plans you have for me, they're for good and not for evil. to give me a future and a hope. Lord, thank you that no weapon formed against me will prosper. Thank you that you've given me authority over Satan's power over devils and to cure diseases. Thank you, Lord, that I can submit myself to you and the devil has to flee. Lord, I choose. To deny myself and take up my cross and follow you Lord I thank you that by your stripes I'm healed I thank you that I can call upon you And you'll show me great and mighty things that I know not of Thank you Lord that if I abide in your word I'll know the truth and the truth sets me free And thank you Lord tonight for the truth that set me Thank you Lord that forgive me for fear And for dismay and depression and discouragement In the name of Jesus Lord, forgive me for not ordering my conversation aright. Lord, I confess my sin now, and I cast all my care on you. I thank you that you're not like my mom and dad. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I renounce this unloving and a Christ spirit in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, I, break, I forgive my parents, the parent most like me, for always nitpicking me. And Lord, in the name of Jesus. Uh, I remove this, this clothing, of this, this garment of cursing, the belt of cursing. I command bitterness to go in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I just come against the spirit of anger, the spirit of bitterness, the spirit of fear, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of unbelief. I come against all autoimmune diseases. I come against arthritis, autoimmune diseases. Rheumatoid arthritis, I come against lupus, I come against diabetes I come against every demon that is is attacking my body uh, In the name of Jesus, because I've attacked my body body. In the name of Jesus Lord, forgive me for comparing myself Measuring myself, wanting to be like someone else When Lord, you created me to be who you want me to be On the potter's wheel, because you're the one that's going to finish the job Forgive me for trying to turn the potter's wheel I just come against Self-hatred, self-bitterness Unforgiveness of self I break the power of self-contempt I break the power of self-rejection Unforgiveness of self, torture, torment I come against this unloving Antichrist spirit I command you to get out of every person In the name of Jesus And if you're listening in, I want you to say You Antichrist, unloving spirit Now that I know who you are Get out of me in the name of Jesus Never again are you going to torment me Or speak to me or accuse me In the name of Jesus And I just break your power over my life In Jesus name In the name of Jesus Lord forgive me for rejecting discipline I break the power of fear I break the power of anxiety Stress, every spirit that is causing Cortisol to pour into the body I break the power of it Cell wall rigidity I command you to go Excessive talkativeness I command you to go I break the power of death, suicide. I break the power of self-murder. I break the power of self-hatred, self-bitterness. I break the power of self-blame, self-condemnation, self-contempt, self-rejection, inferiority, get out now, spirits of torment, fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of not being perfect, timidity, shyness, get out in the name of Jesus, misery, compulsive confession, depression, despair, hopelessness, get out now, discouragement, I break your power in the name of Jesus, hopelessness, you have to go, I command every autoimmune disease out of the body, I command headaches out, migraine headaches, lupus, diabetes, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, Uh, get out now, Crohn's disease, and every autoimmune disease, get out now, I command bitterness, Lord, I forgive other people, I break the power of arthritis, in the name of Jesus, and now I want you to say, now you unloving Antichrist spirit, I command You out of me now in the name power, blood And by the authority of Jesus' name I command you to get out of every Person I've named, I break your power Break soul ties with Persons who has condemned Them or accused them I break demonic soul Ties In the name of Jesus With parents, call back their soul And spirit from them, send back their Souls and spirits to those who they've had a demonic Soul tie with in the name of Jesus I just speak peace over Every life in the name of Jesus And Lord I pray that never Again will they hear that voice that nitpicks picks them 24-7 for they Always come up short always come Up lacking I declare Lord There's no lack in you I just praise Your name I bless you Lord Thank you Lord thank you that Satan is bound in the name of Jesus Lord we submit ourselves to you And we resist the devil, and he has to flee in Jesus' name. Praise you, mighty God. We just praise you. You're such a wonderful God. We thank you that you're our healer and our deliverer in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for all that you do for us in Jesus' name. What a mighty God you are in Jesus' name. Now, if you would like to call in and have special prayer, the number is 646 595 4784 and don't Forget to press 1 And if you live in the Duncanville area uh, Dallas Fort Worth area I do Monthly seminars there And uh, it's at 10 o'clock The second Saturday of every month we've been meeting There for about 9 years And we've had people that uh, One particular lady had um, She had the lungs Of a 90 year old woman and now She's uh, she just texted me yesterday that she had walked a great distance, carrying a great load, and didn't even get out of breath. And so praise the Lord for deliverance and healing. It, it works. I've been doing this for 34 years, and I can tell you, the reason I stay in deliverance is because it works. We're out there in the world. When you go to the world for answers, you're just putting a Band-Aid on a spiritual problem. And I'm thankful that God has taught me that. Um, Last time I taught I had such a cough I was embarrassed because I coughed so much But I can tell you that it's on its way out I'm almost healed And all I took I told uh, Dorothy Carruthers Who is the host of this program I told her that all I took was pills Because I've discovered that God heals me quicker And I don't have to be nauseated Taking stuff they give you That makes you sick Anyway, praise. God. And so I encourage you to go into my website, uh, jerrymcgee.com, and it will take you to org website, and there you can order books and tapes. Um, if you have been blessed by this program and you want to give a donation, you can also give it through PayPal online. Also, the, la- the sweet lady that allows me to be on this program um she, if you would like to donate, because I know not just I'm not just the only one on the program. She allows lots of people to be on the program, and I know that it costs money. It's costly. So, if you'd like to donate to her, her, you can send the gift through PayPal to uh, D Churchy C H U R C H Y one at hotmail.com, and send the gift to her. Anyway I just appreciate you listening in I hope you will visit my website And I hope you will hope to see you at one of my seminars Uh, I'm at Lake Hamilton Bible Camp uh, For Memorial Day And we have prayer teams that pray for people From 6 to however long in the mornings, And people get great deliverance It's very inexpensive If you're interested in going to Lake Hamilton Bible Camp You can go to you can go online to lakehamilton.biblecamp.com and you can get information and sign up there. It's very inexpensive to go. Um they have a a camp that's camp where they that you, you know they can house you and and food is supplied. But um anyway, so if if you would uh, If you're interested, come to the Duncanville meeting That's my personal overcoming life uh, Obstacles And we teach principles of living The overcoming life And basically the seminars and the meetings Have really come out of what God's taught me About my own life And I intend to know more tomorrow As God teaches me Uh, I feel like I'm just now getting started And so I just want to say To those of you who listened in May the Lord bless you and keep you May he make his face shine upon you and give you more peace. Be sure to listen in again on the 19th from 6 to 8 central time.